And that's why some of us are having the hardest time in our walks. We don't understand why we're getting hit with things, situations, circumstances left and right. And it's like, it's no let up. And children of y'all, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's because the devil knows who you are. Welcome to episode five of the Yavi Rice podcast. My name is Shaq, and I hope that some of you have wrapped up some of the most amazing week in your lives for spiritual breakthrough, for the destroying of spiritual strongholds. And for some of you, I know it was a, a devastatingly crushing uh, week, especially with the events that happened in uh, Texas regarding that elementary school, Rob Elementary. Um, my thoughts and prayers certainly go out to uh, the families of the victims in that tragedy because I, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, a young child being killed in that manner. And, you know, we, we realize that children are an incredible gift from the Lord. And so... I can't help but think that a lot of these children were sown gifts from God and a lot of them had the potential to do amazing things for the kingdom. You know, I know that there were young prophets, young evangelists, young pastors, young teachers, or the possibility of what might have been. And so either way, the tragedy, it just, it breaks my heart. It really, it really, really does. But, you know, there is a bigger prophetic vision at play with all of this. There is the bigger component to this because the word of God says that this is the beginning of sorrows. And I'm going to start with the bad news first. But then there's going to be good news, extremely good news. And that good news is the title of this episode, Your Bulletproof Vest. Because see, although God gave the devil authority, he also gave us an even bigger authority. And the devil's main goal is the snatching up of souls. That's his main goal. That's his number one priority, to make sure your soul doesn't end up with the Lord. That's what he cares about the most. That's why the first thing he goes after is your faith. Why? Because Hebrews 11.6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so I want to start off Uh, going into the topic with prayer. So, Father God, in your mighty and holy name, I plead the blood of Jesus over this microphone. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind, over my soul, and the mind and souls of the viewers. Give me the words I need to speak and impart onto your people, Father. Let your will be done through me. And by virtue of this podcast, let your will be done to all those who listen and receive this word. I repent. I pray that you forgive me, forgive us of our sins, our iniquities and our shortcomings. And we thank you for all that you have enabled us to do, to do your will and to serve your purpose. In your mighty and holy name, we pray. Amen. And so, going into it, your bulletproof vest. And I'm going to be reading from Ephesians chapter six, verses 11 to 17 in the new King James version. So here it goes, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual 
hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Father God, in your mighty and holy name, I pray that this word penetrates the minds, hearts and souls of the viewers who listen and all those who come into contact with me. Let your will be done through all of us. Give me the words once again I need to speak. I plead the blood of Jesus over this podcast. I plead the blood of Jesus over the listeners. I plead the blood of Jesus over my own mind and my own heart and my own soul. Allow your power to flow through me to create a breakthrough for so many. Show them you through this vessel, Father God. In your mighty holy name, I pray. Amen. So, going into it. So, what you may or may not know, guys, children of Yah, is that God made each and every one of us with a bulletproof vest. But the only catch is this. In order for your bulletproof vest to work, you need to know the truth. 2 Corinthians 5 Verse 17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And so, children of Yah, know the authority you walk in and understand that with that authority comes bounds. Bounds to the devil because the devil has no power over you. You see, it's not enough to know scripture because the devil knows scripture. His witches know scripture. His demons know scripture. It's not enough to know scripture, children of Yah. But his catch is that he is bound to God's word. He can only do what God allows him to do. And the more scripture you don't know, the more of a foothold that creates for his kingdom within you. And so children of Yah, we have to be mindful of this. And unfortunately, we are the end time church. We live in the end times and the signs are all around us. Everything is starting to fall apart. More and more demons are starting to rise up out of the black hole into the ground. I can feel it. I can feel the spirits around me. I can feel the souls around me far and wide. More and more people are becoming more and more scared. But you see, the thing is, they're not speaking up. They're not telling anybody. They're not praying to the father. They're just kind of, you know, you know, stay uh, uh, keeping to themselves. You know, they're just trying to hold steady. But that's not the solution. The solution is, father, let your will be done through me. That is the solution. And that is the right prayer. Oftentimes I hear a lot of Christians pray with everything that's happening all around us, you know, with the country falling apart, with the wars and rumors of wars, father, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. But what they don't realize is that this is all prophetic. This is all prophetic. You can't pray your way out of this. We are living in the book of Revelation today, children of Yah. I know that's difficult for some of you to hear, but that's why I said I had good news. And the good news is that you were created with a bulletproof vest. But the only catch is you need to know the truth in order for your bulletproof vest to work at its best. Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 to 12. And a war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail. 
nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of the brethren, children of Yah, who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him, children of Yah, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. That's a very key component, children of Yah. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens. And you who dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows he has a short time. And so with that being said, children of Yah, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Satan is the accuser of the brethren, and he's going to wage war with everyone on this earth, believer or non-believer. Even if the non-believer is spiritually dead because they don't believe in the living water that is Christ Jesus, he still wages war against them because he wants to ensure that he has your soul. He wants to ensure that your soul's not going anywhere. And so for others of us, the devil knows who we are. And that's why some of us are having the hardest time in our walks. We don't understand why we're getting hit with things, situations, circumstances, left and right. And it's like, it's no let up. And children of Yah, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's because the devil knows who you are. The devil knows who you are. He knows you are a threat to his kingdom. And that's why the attacks don't let up. And so children of Yah, count it not strange. When you go through the fiery trial and count it as joy when you fall through various trials. But nonetheless, children of Yah, as believers, we cannot live in fear. Fear only imprisons us. It does not empower us. And God has not given us a spirit of fear, like it says in 2 Timothy 1.7, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Philippians 2.12 says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And going back to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. And so we have to stir up that gift of God within our bellies, within our souls, children of Yah. We have to stir it up. A lot of us pray that prayer that says, God, remove the fear, make the walk easier. Let me tell you guys something. God is never going to remove anything that he did not give you. I just gave you two verses that said, the fear is your own responsibility. I know a lot of you do not want to hear that. I certainly didn't for a number of years because I prayed that same prayer. I was right. I was right along with you. God, please remove the fear. This fear is crippling. I cannot get over this fear. The best way out of your situation, children of Yah, is God's will. And that is our only responsibility to make sure we do God's will. And as we do God's will, the more we do it, the more our identity begins to unravel. The more of our identity is revealed and we begin to know who we are and begin to walk in that courage, walk in that boldness and walk in that authority. And so stir up the gift of God, children of y'all, stir it up. Pray, ask God, rather than say, God, remove the fear, ask him 
Father, Father God, what is your next instruction? What is it that you would have me do? And whatever he tells you to do, go ahead and do it. That's the best prayer you can pray. That's the pray, the prayer, excuse me, that I prayed when I was lost. And once I did that, he spoke to me. And sometimes it's just not the right time. You know, I was a carnally minded Christian for all of 10 years, but carnally minded for nine. And then year number 10, I started praying the right prayers and everything just began to unravel. And God began to speak to me more and more and more. And so a lot of times, you know, we fall into that trap. We fall into that trap of, of praying the, the, the removal of fear praying. A lot of times we fall into the trap of praying only when things are bad. We don't give thanksgiving like he commands us to. We don't acknowledge the God. We don't honor the Lord with all of our possessions like he commands us to. And so we can fall into that trap. And I want you to be mindful of that, children of Yah. As we move forward and further and deeper into the end times, as we await the second coming of Jesus, be mindful of that. Pray the right prayers. But here's the cool thing about that, though, you know, Whenever we do God's will, children of Yah, he never leaves us to it alone. He is always with us. Always. Just like he was with Moses, just like he was with Joshua, just like he was with David, just like he was with Gideon, just like he was with Elijah, and so many countless others. God is always with us. There's a verse in the book of Luke that says to whomever much is given, much is required. And as you're given more and as you level up, more will be given to you. Because it requires more. The next level, children of Yah, always requires more. And if you're going to do more, God is going to give you more to do more. And so... I want to encourage each and every one of you to be vigilant in the coming days because the devil will wage war against all those who proclaim the gospel of Christ. The Bible talks about the wearing down of the saints. Do not grow weary. There's a verse in Galatians chapter six that says, and let us not grow weary in due season for we shall weep if we faint not. Don't grow weary, children of Yah. You've already seen what they're saying happened in Texas. And as much as I hate to say this, children of Yah, it will get worse. This is prophetic. And the Lord has shown me many, 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 many visions of what is to come, especially for those of us in the New York City area. But nonetheless, we have the good news with two components. Number one, the second coming of Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming back for us, children of Yah. And number two, before he does, he reminds us of the bulletproof vest, which is the authority he gave you over our one and only adversary, the devil. Luke ten nineteen. Jesus said, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. But you see, children of Yah, we got to get to that place where we can receive Jesus in his fullness because it takes power to cast the devil out. Why? Because Satan can't cast out Satan. You can't cast out Satan in another body, another member, if you yourself are full of demonic affliction. If you yourself struggle with alcohol, struggle with pornography, struggle with adultery, with fornication, whatever it is, you need to have the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to cast out devils and move in the power that Jesus said we could move in. Mark chapter three, verses 23 through 26, Jesus said to them, 
and parables. How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but has an end. And so we have to receive the power of Jesus, children of Yah. We have to receive the power. And he's the one who said that we would do greater works than he. And by virtue of that, and only by virtue of that, we can know who we are in the Lord. And that simply means that our authority to trample on that serpent of old makes us bulletproof. Because, see, we don't know the devil the way that Jesus does. What did Jesus say in John eight forty four? He was telling to the unbelievers, to the religious people, you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. And I want you to think about this, children. Y'all thinking about this. If Jesus said that the devil was a murderer from the beginning, who did he murder? Who did he murder? The Bible reminds us of who we are, but it doesn't tell us the story of how the devil came to be, which means that there is a story of the devil that we as believers are not entitled to know. There have been many murders committed in the Bible. But who did the devil murder? Many murders committed by man, but who did the devil murder? And so there's a story about the devil that we're not privy to. There's a story about him. See, Jesus is telling us, you don't know Satan the way I know him. You don't know him the way I know him. But praise be to God that he made it easy for us. He made it easy. And so we can rejoice that Jesus made it easy for us. Mark 5, 36. Jesus says, do not be afraid, only believe. And the beauty of the bulletproof vest is that it only requires you to believe. The bully, the, uh, the beauty of not receiving all of the attacks of the enemy, the beauty of enduring the attacks of the enemy, the beauty of not letting the attacks of the enemy destroy you is that it only requires you, children of Yah, to believe. Whatever shots that the devil wants to throw at the body of Christ, it doesn't matter. Why? Because no weapon formed against you shall ever prosper. It doesn't mean that you'll never get attacked. But what it does mean is that any loss you suffer is never really a loss. Why? Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. So the question is, you say, how do we use the bulletproof vest, Shaq? Why does it feel like even though I'm made a new creation in Christ, everything still hurts? Well, let's look into that. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. You are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Romans 10.10, 10. for with the heart, one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So what are you saying, Shaq? I'm saying, children of Yah, that much of the usefulness of your bulletproof vest, aka your victories over the devil, will be claimed through the words of your mouth.
Do you speak life or do you speak death? The book of James says the tongue is a fire. Your words will kill you or your words will serve you. And so with that, you must plead and confess the blood of Jesus over your life, children of Yah, and renounce any sins you struggle with in Jesus' name. Here's an example. Let's look at Mark chapter 5, verses 6 through 10. When he saw, when the demon-possessed man saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him and cried out with a loud voice, saying, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. The demon-possessed man came to Jesus, asking him for help. And so Jesus said to him, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, Jesus asked the demon, What is your name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send him, send them out of the country. And so the demon had to come out of the man because of the authority Jesus had over the devil. And so it is with us, children of Yah. We have that same authority. We have that same authority to cast out a devil in a like-minded matter that Jesus did. The only thing Jesus didn't do was say in Jesus' name because he himself is Jesus. But for us, we have to say in Jesus' name because every single miracle that is done in the kingdom is done in the name of the Son, is done in Jesus' name. He gave us the authority, and so we do it in his name. And so, Getting back, whenever you feel tempted to give into the sin, you must renounce that unclean spirit in Jesus' name, whether it's the spirit of lust, the spirit of drunkenness, torment, or infirmity, or confusion, whatever sin you struggle with, you must cast it out in Jesus' name. You must plead the blood of Jesus over your life. And then, children of Yah, will you realize your authority and with it, the curiosity of knowing what else is possible in the spirit? And if you know, then that means that you don't know. Which means that there's so much you are capable of in the spiritual realm that supersedes anything that happens in this natural realm. But that's the whole point of faith. That's why so many Christians have a hard time grasping this because they think that if they can't see it, then it must not be true. But what does Corinthians say? We walk by faith and not by sight. What does Hebrews 11.1 1 say? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. And so by virtue of that, children of Yah, the whole point of faith is believing in what you don't see. It's based on what's not seen. And the Bible says, blessed are those who believe what they don't see. And that's why the devil makes it a number one priority to go after your faith. Why? Because Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But that's how it started for me. I knew scripture, but I didn't know the spirit. I didn't know the spiritual world. I didn't know what was possible. I just thought, well, if I believe, but I kind of wrestled with that because, you know, I was trying to apply it to my own logical mind. Like, oh, this is supposed to work out this way. That is supposed to work out that way. Let me tell you guys something. Let me tell you guys something, children of y'all. You cannot take the Bible or all things concerning the spirit and apply it to your own logical mind and your own logical conclusions. In this world, one plus two is three. In our minds, one plus two is three. But in the spiritual realm, one plus two can equal a thousand. 
a million, a billion. All things are possible to those who believes, Jesus said in Mark 9, 23. All things are possible. Anything is possible. With God, all things are possible. He is God. He could bend it to whatever will he decides. And so I had no one to tell me this. That's why I was carnal for so long. If you don't know, you don't know. And that's why I always encourage people to pray before they do anything. You can't read the Bible through spiritual, uh, through uh, carnal lenses. You have to read the Bible through spiritual lenses. And so for me, that was the only missing component. And I didn't have anyone to tell me this. And even my old pastor, he never told me this. Because he didn't know himself. Still doesn't know to this day. Still doesn't know. But once I found out, I was off to the races. And so maybe that's what some of you need. For someone to simply tell you, hey, the attacks you've been getting is not a coincidence. But guess what? You can stop it by casting out the devil in Jesus' name. Maybe some of you need a simple reminder. Because me, for example, I have friends. And because of who they are, they constantly get attacked. To which it's a simple reminder of, hey, friend. Be still. Know who God is in your life and know that you are created in the image and likeness of the Father. The devil needs your permission to attack you. And the devil will not attack you if there is no weakness to exploit. You just simply have to deny him of that opportunity. And I know it's really cliche to say that, but it really is the truth. It really is the truth. We are created in the image and likeness of God, and the devil cannot partake in anything that is of God. That is why he perverts everything that God has created. You got to look at all the TV shows, the video games, the movies that show witchcraft, magical powers, dark magic, white light magic, white magic, sorcery. You're thinking, oh, it's on TV, it's fake, it's just entertainment. The devil can't create anything. Only God can. The devil can only pervert it. He can only pervert what God has created. And so by virtue of that, where would he get all these things from? Where would he get the idea of, of hypnosis from? Something you got to think about, children of Yah. Something you got to think about. But nonetheless, it's really the truth. It really is. You have to know your authority. And the bulletproof vest is a contingency that God sows into you from before you're born. The only catch is you're sold under sin. You're carnal. You're born into iniquity. And that's why I said in the beginning that the only catch with the bulletproof vest, the only catch with getting it to work is you need to know the truth. But once you are told the truth, the truth never really escapes you. It stays with you for the rest of your life. You can never forget it. You can never get rid of it. You're always going to know the truth. And the truth will always defeat the lie. Because you have his authority. And the devil, by virtue of that, has to be bound by certain rules. And no matter how cunning the devil is, there is a rule regarding this that he cannot bend or break it. But the devil can convince you of a lie. If the devil can deceive a third of heaven's angels into following him, he can certainly find a way to deceive any of us. But if we have the bulletproof vest on, that job is a lot harder to do.
It's like an inmate trying to get around security checkpoints in a prison. There's only one way in and one way out. And if they want to get in or out, they're forced to go to that point. And the answer is always no, no freedom for you. And so the devil has to be bound by these rules. And so children of Yah, I remind you in closing to always wear your bulletproof vest. Know the authority that you were made in and the power of Jesus that exists within each and every one of you. It is a stronger power than you think it is. And I'm telling you, I see so many people just losing their minds, losing their minds. They can't handle it. For them, it's been a rough two years. They thought, you know, life was going to be escape for them. I've even heard once, oh, the end times aren't here yet. Jesus is not going to come back in my lifetime. Really? More and more prophecies are being fulfilled. And you're telling me that Jesus is not going to come back in this lifetime? That's not what he told me. That's not what he told the prophets. I've had a conversation with a number of them. A number of them. We all preach the same message unknowingly. If the spirit tells us to talk about witchcraft, we talk about witchcraft. If the spirit tells us accountability, we talk about accountability. If the spirit tells us to talk about redemption, we talk about redemption. And the spirit shows us the same vision, but different ways. And so I remember the other week, I had a dream concerning a dog. I had a dream that that serpent of old was chasing me. Does it mean that I'm weak in my faith? No, it does not. The dream was prophetic. And about five or six other people had a dream that was similar to mine. And it was God trying to tell us something. So how can you really believe that the end times aren't here. The wars and the rumors of wars, the natural disasters occurring. More and more people are being given to a debased mind. How can you not believe that the end times are not here? Those people who believe that, they're in for a rude awakening. Their discernment is carnal. And the carnal mind, the word of God says in the book of Romans, is enmity against God. And so, children of Yah, I encourage you, if you're around such people, get away from them. Pray from them from a distance, but get away from them. They will ruin your discernment. And they will cause you to second guess. That is another deception of the enemy. And that's what's going on in most of the churches right now. The last episode, I went in kind of hard and heavy on pastors who preach false doctrine. Not every pastor preaches false doctrine. And in no way am I speaking against pastors. I'm a pastor myself. A pastor is a crucial component in five-fold ministry. But the whole thing of it is, is that a lot of people are getting their discernment not from the source, which is God. If you believe in God and you worship God, what sense does it make to not ask him for the wisdom? You got to be mindful of these things. You got to always study for yourselves, children of Yah. You got to always compare what you see with what the Bible says. And if it doesn't line up, that's it. For me, that's it. It's over for that. We're not doing that. We're going in a different direction. We're going, we're moving in oneness with the spirit. A pastor tells me, I don't believe in casting out devils or speaking in tongues and moving in power. Then you have no business being behind the pulpit. You have no business being there. Matter of fact, you're speaking death 
into your members, into your body. You say, how if he's preaching the Bible? It's not what they say. It's the force that's in them when they say it. If you have an unclean spirit in you and you're going out, you're laying hands on people, you're praying for people, that's how demons transfer. And by virtue of that, your doctrine is demonic and your discernment is off. And it's very, very easy to deceive the hearts of the simple when you're demonically afflicted. I told you guys in the last episode, I saw a video of a pastor going through the motions at his church. And then he uh, admitted in front of his whole entire congregation that he committed the sin of adultery. And no one picked up on it. If any one of those people were filled with the spirit, they would have picked up on it. But no one picked up on it. The bulletproof vest, by virtue of you wearing it, by you putting on the armor of God and you standing on the truth, allows you to receive the spirit of God. And it allows you to be able to look into someone's soul very, very easily and know what they struggle with. This person struggles with lust. This person has an alcohol issue. This person has an identity issue. And you don't say these things or see these things to condemn. You see these things for correction. And I was with the brothers uh, the other night, Wednesday night, for Bible study. It was me, a number of pastors and prophets and ministers and evangelists. And I said to the brothers, I said, listen, sometimes we have the tendency of the hard preaching as if to condemn certain people. And that's not the goal. The goal is for everyone to receive the power. So, guys, even if I come hard at you on this microphone, I don't do it to condemn you. I do it to set you free. Jesus said that the truth will set you free. And he who the son is set free is free indeed. And so as a believer, Jesus said, we are the light of the world. And light always exposes darkness. And so by virtue of that, we have to tell people the truth. Otherwise, we will be held accountable. If you're willing to let someone walk by in their sin. If you're willing to let someone be self-condemned how can the love of the father be in you how can you call yourself a christian and so i think one of the things that i said that a lot of us need to take really good root in is that the goal is to help them receive the power Obviously, they're struggling in their sin. Obviously, they're struggling in their convictions and emotions and feeling bad. And that's why we need to remind them of the power. We need to remind them of who they are in Christ. I struggled with that for a number of years. All the things I constantly failed at and the people I was around at church. They wanted nothing to do with me. They rejected me at every which turn. I said, how could the love of how could the love of the father be in any of you? I say hi to you. You don't even say hi back. You walk right past me. You don't give me a handshake, a hug. You don't say, I want to pull you alongside and pray for you. A lot of this stuff happens in the church. And so I don't condemn church as a whole. I just want to encourage you guys, number one, to pray to the Father. And number two, let the Holy Spirit lead you to a church where there's great fruit. 
Let the Holy Spirit lead you and remind the broken vessels of the power. Because a lot of them, a lot of the real true chosen prophets, they're in this world, but they're not of it. And that's why they always go through a number of rejection. That's why they always go through a number of heartbreaking circumstances. And they think that their life is cursed. No, your life's not cursed. It's just that the devil knows who you are and doesn't want to remind you that you are created in the image and likeness of God. And there is a purpose for your life. And God is allowing the devil to do this so that he can shed light on this fact. It's crazy how the will of the Lord works. And then once you realize it, the cool thing about that is the attacks, they stop coming. The attacks stop coming. The confusion stops. The clarity sets in. The wisdom sets in. And the power sets in. And then the more you follow that, the more you follow that to Christ, the more Christ begins to reveal who you are. And that's the cool thing about it. All things work together for your good because you are called according to his purpose. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm convinced that each and every one of you who do listen, who do listen are called to fulfill a greater mission for God because the remnant recognizes the remnant in others. Family recognize family. We're all familiar to each other. I was walking in a mall one day and there was so much spiritual deadness all around me. People were only concerning themselves of their own lusts, their own desires. But then the spirit pulled me to look at one person. It was a man walking in my path. You know, I tilted my head to the side a little bit and I said, Father God, is this man of the spirit? And it just led me to say hi to him. He was the only one that I I felt pulled to say anything to. And I I just found I just found it so uh, incredible that that is literally how the spirit works. It's it was literally like everybody else grayed out. And all I saw was this man. And then I said to him, God bless you. Now, I don't know what that did to him. But I knew he took notice because I noticed it. And folks, when you get around someone who has the spirit, you just know. You just know. You can look in their eyes. You can see the peace. You can see the joy. You can see the boldness, the confidence, the strength, and even the gentleness. People say, you're not really that gentle to me. And I think the mistake with that is a lot of people confuse my passion for harshness. It's really not harsh. Because I'm very gentle in knowing the stages that people are at. And the Holy Spirit gives to me what people need to hear. And some people... They need some of that truth cereal. Some of of them need a cold bowl of truth in the morning. Why? Because the truth will set you free. Notice, you ever go to a church and the pastor preaches the motivational fluff message and only five people come to the altar? But when the pastor preaches the hard-hitting truth message, 30 or 40 people come to the altar. Why? Because they want to be set free. And they understand that with that hard truth comes a power that transcends all things, and people want to be nearer to that. A lot of Christians don't know what that feels like. 
A lot of Christians don't know what that feels like because they struggle with the carnality of their minds. They're so used. They have the devil throwing them the natural over and over and over again. They're constantly being fed the antichrist system, the antichrist system. You, you got to be rich to be anointed. Oh, God has really chosen you. Why? Because you're rich. God has really chosen you. Why? Because you're popular. God has really chosen you. Why? Because you're beautiful or you're studly and your hair is perfect and you're basically a model with pearly white teeth. And that's the devil's greatest deception is to get you to think that in order for you to be truly blessed, you have to be blessed in his system. The word of God says, whoever loses his life will keep it and whoever keeps his life will lose it. If you love the things of this world, you will make yourself an enemy of God. And the bulletproof vest will not be a possibility for you. But I digress. Children of Yah, I just wanted to encourage you. I, I felt like the spirit was pulling me into that di uh, direction. Somebody out there needed to hear it. Somebody out there needed to, to hear this. And I love it when the Holy Spirit pulls me in a different direction sometimes because it shows the spirit of the father working in me number one and number two the fact that the holy spirit pulled me in this direction means that somebody is listening or eventually somebody will listen they're going to stumble into this podcast one day and then they're going to be like hmm maybe that is the missing component and so i love it when the spirit leads me in that direction but children of y'all that's all i have today as always, I want to thank you guys for being part of this podcast. For any business inquiries, you can email yahwerise at gmail.com. That's Y-A-H-W-E-R-I-S-E at gmail.com. As always, if you feel called to sow a seed, you can send me that same email and we can have a conversation or you could click on the link in the description of the podcast, whether it's Apple, Google, uh, Stitcher, Amazon Music, you can click on the link and that'll take you to the website to support, to sow a seed, to sow an offering, to sow a tithe, a tithe. I don't make it kind of, I don't beg people for money, but if you feel called and led to do it by the spirit to do so, then I want to give you the information. But guys, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Go sow in Jesus name, go grow in Jesus name and catch you guys next time. Thank you.